uh, hey, um, this is interesting. It started. We are rolling. Oh wow! Okay. No, nah, don't worry. We're not. We're like super like loose and things. Do you like just that. cut and just loose. release, or we edit, it? chop it up and stuff? Okay, yeah. But this shit coming out tomorrow. Though. So fa- what's the cut? Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. So, so who cut it? He cut does. It. Cut it. And you aren't cut. you working today? Yeah. Are you gonna do it tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning. Yeah, when I get home from work. We're gonna do it as soon as you get home. And then go to sleep. Then go to sleep. Mm. Yeah, so it's out. And then I get to wake up and review the numbers. And then it's like fucking Christmas because everybody listened and they all loved me because that's usually how it works. You they know what I'm saying? They all loved me. Uh. They're here to see me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the slop. I mean, the ADD podcast. Wow. <laughs> wow. come to see you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I cannot stand you, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, um, this is Slops, and um, I'm back, like hoes. To, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, this your first. This is your first episode back. Yeah, because I w- I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. I wasn't here like twice, really. Yeah. yeah, because one time you recorded. That's when I left. Then mm-hmm. I was ar- I was still gone. Mm-hmm. And and now I'm back, bitches. Are you excited to be back? Why? Yes, yes, I am. Hi, yeah. For I am present. Uh, I missed you. Feel you? Me? I mean, I missed seeing you. I mean, we've been actually like in contact and talking to each other. Yeah, but I haven't uh, really, I haven't seen you in real life. I mean, you still just as yellow, but I haven't it, seen the sun, you. it's been it's been cold. Like not everybody's out tanning and island hopping <laughs> and, and things mean, of that nature. You know, I not mean, all of us can whatever. afford. And then I got my vacation. My vacation just got denied and shit. I was gonna go to Trinidad to see Buju for Easter, but shout mm-hmm. out to my supervisor. She canceled that. You know, she put. I was gonna Dang. take my daughter to Trinidad for the first Hold time. Hold on, you had your vacation approved and she went. No, and no, no, it, it wasn't. I was planning on the vacation and I took her out for it. I guess too many people took Easter. Mm. Yeah, and so there it goes. I really Yo, you gotta ask, and I was like, extra hype. Like you gotta ask way in advance before other people start putting in their dates. Yeah, man. facts. And and then I got super excited too after um I seen his performance in Jamaica. So I'm like, oh nah. Who'd you brought out more finna- niggas than Donald Trump? But you know, excuse always works. Someone Ooh. died. I can't say someone someone is going to die in Easter. <laughs> they gonna be dead by then. I gotta go. <laughs> nah, I'm telling you, the doctor gave it to Easter to live. Like, you so know I gotta see her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's done over with now. I just hate take. I hate going away during the summer because it's like I want to use that time when it's fucking cold. I want to escape. You know what I'm saying? Right. It feels like more of an escape. And like, there's so much shit to do in New York during the summer. You understand what I'm saying? And we're actually approaching that. Oh, my God. It's time. Cancel it's all your relationships weird. right now. Facts. I'm about but to But usually wax. in the summertime, <laughs> around August, things start dying down in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then around that time is my birthday. Like, uh, my birthday is in September. Yeah, you so the like, very beginning. Yeah, yeah September the 10th. So, I li- yeah, I like, if I'm vacation is between October and March. October. Huh? That's October. Fed season. You're That's real, when it begins, but I don't really. Trini. I haven't gone. I don't. I don't. I don't do carnivals. I know. Uh, and you Trini? And yeah. he's useless. I've never heard of that before. That's I don't really. I I know why I don't. I don't go to a uh, uh, Trinidad carnival. I have like sentimental reasons why I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them, it's like um, I just never planned it out. Never really planned it out. So it's like maybe if somebody planned out one. I mean, like, is Miami still a thing or is Miami it just ratchet? Yeah, it's, yeah. No. It's, it's not. Pretty, it's not. It's pretty Caribbean still. It's not Memorial yeah. Day. It's it. It's not spring break in Miami. That's the new one. Yeah, because oh, spring break in Miami used wild. to be. We used to be like people a white thing. They still go to Miami for spring break. Yeah. Yeah. The young, they the went Yeah. There. You seen it recently on the internet so while yeah. the bitches was sucking dick in traffic. What? Like this girl Literally. was in the driver's side. Niggas was waiting for like nigga was in the window with his dick out and she was sucking mad dick and the person recorded was like yo she's sucking mad dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and the yeah. niggas was f- like, I seen crazy fights recently in Miami. Yeah, yeah like, this year, talking this like last year. week, two yeah, weeks ago, year, maybe. yeah, two weeks ago. Like, yeah, there was a couple of videos and shit. Like, niggas turned Miami. Yeah, I don't think we're back. We're invited again. I think it's over for that. Yeah, Come we're on, done. Black people. Yeah, we're done. Can't uh, give niggas nothing. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know, you let people move to can't they, they? But I mean, that's the graduation though. You go from. You go from that to Cancun. You understand yeah. Vegas or Cancun yeah. next. You understand that's for like 18, 19 year olds. There's no place like well where we would party at. Yeah, because I thought Miami died down. Nah, like, that's, you're just too though. old. 
I'm not that old. You're not that old, but you're too uh, old for Miami. You're just old. You're just old for <laughs> Miami. You're just, yeah. Once, it's, that's your old ass. Between 18 and 21, that's Miami age. You understand know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. around that time, like, Miami, yeah, of like, break. any other time of the year, you know, Miami's a vibe. Everybody. But around Memorial Day or fucking spring break, that's not for us. You understand what I'm saying? It's really not. Yeah. Well, I haven't gone to Miami in years, so to me, Miami kind of died down. Because the last time I went to Miami, mm-hmm. I went for a weekend. Mm-hmm. I just got a cell phone, lost it, left oh, my bank card tired. in an ATM. You left it in the ATM? Listen, it's you Miami. know some ATMs though. She was drunk, that I was drunk. Like, <laughs> and I missed my flight to come back home. Huh? Oh, now you was. It was one of those weekends. I was like, you know what? And that's like probably like four or five years ago, not like five, mm-hmm. six years ago. And I was like, I have you not. You know, that's back. okay. Mm-hmm. That'll be enough. I went to Miami. <laughs> exactly. Last year mm-hmm. in May. I'm going again this year too. I nice. told my job I'm going mm-hmm. for a family reunion. Everywhere. You see that? That like that's her play. Then that's I'm a, going to DC. Playground. You know what I'm saying? Like, nice. Everywhere. everywhere. I gotta do something. I ain't got no kids. Yeah, what you going to um, DC for? Just because. Can I come? I don't Let's do like a show you. there. All right, no problem. Well, it, I'm going for a party. You see? All right, fuck but you and that party. It's going to be great. You sound real sorry right is, now. I'm the salty. men's is, <laughs> the men's is going to be... Salty. So, literally, that's what I'm going for. To pre-people, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm there for. You want somebody And I'm just like, let's just do something on the weekend. I feel like there's no reason why I can't do light domestic trips on the weekends. Why not? But DC is dope for party, though. Yeah. It's real yeah. dope. And it has like black people. If you yeah, like Go-Go. a black professional crowd out there is really good and beautiful. They're really good mm. and beautiful. Shout out to my man Thorne. Thorne. That, From uh, DC? Yes, man. He's a He's one of supporter. our yeah, avid supporter of the ADD podcast. Shout out to him. Um, he came from dc just to come to our first live show you were at our first live show he was there oh yeah um he came straight up to, that, you that were was i love. was really drunk so. was your, yeah i was, I I was, was fucked up so. clipped okay and it was on a thursday so. and yeah, I had to go hey to work would you like to hear day. something she wrote a blog post about um battle no she was at battle of the no, sexes yeah i wasn't at she the wrote a blog one. post about battle of the sexes and she didn't include the add podcast would you believe i didn't know that because the i forgot the girl for the podcast i was invited free. to free yeah she had invited me to was it? it. I thought it was King King P lied. He no, he put me onto her, and she invited me to it, and I didn't know you guys were there, so uh, I thought you oh okay. was part of the same podcast. Oh no no no, oh. they they do a radio show. I didn't know the collaboration. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. mixed, like, yeah they, mixy radio. Yeah, they do a radio show, and we do a podcast. Yeah, mm. Shout out to um Dizzy. Um, he has me hosting his um poetry slam. Oh snap. Yeah, man, you, you. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, I'm, I'm a pretty big deal now. I see you out here hosting and yeah, things. I'm a pretty you cute or whatever. <laughs> yes, t- <laughs> yes, <in it. laughs> you can't stand it. <laughs> Fact. Um, yo, uh, oh, before nice. we move on, I think this is the first episode we've recorded in March, and um. We've dropped episodes on March, but those shits were recorded in February. So being that this is the first one, and this is actually coming out tomorrow. Women's history. Yeah. Um, I just want to um, give a big shout out to a particular sect of women, which is um, black women. I didn't... Um, as of recently... Nah, this is serious. It's real shit. As of recently... Um, before, I, before it's a learning experience. I've never really understood why black women always needed to be like mentioned... Specifically, because normally, like in my short sighted mind, like I always tell people, I'm not selfish, I'm inconsiderate. So, normally, when I say black women, the only people I've had, when I say I love women, I meant specifically black women because that's my only interactions I mostly have. I don't really interact with too many people outside of a race, and that's not me being racist or anything like that. That's just my environment and the people who I've been connected to. Mm -hmm. So, I never really understood, like, um, when black women say like oh they feel like we don't shout them out or we don't big them up enough until you know actually go outside and outside of further communities and things of that nature and like i completely see it and i completely get it and then you have stories on the internet that nobody really gives a fuck about that things that happen to black women so Mm -hmm. i just want to give a big shout out a big appreciation to um black women specifically black women and only to black women to let them know that i do ride out for i mean i might make fun and stuff of that nature but this is all yeah, to everybody. them. Uh, yeah, I do make Aww, fun of everybody. Thank it's you. Welcome, you know. Um, <laughs> big shout out to my mother and my grandmother. And yes, things of that nature. my dogs. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, like I said, whenever I say I love women, I do specifically mean black I women. I love women. Yeah. Um, the women ladies. The women ladies, yes. I don't. <laughs> um, I think 
Uh, I, I don't know. Spanish, Latinos and counters outside your race, but it was a, oh, I don't know what you call it, but the only time I've actually been with a woman I mean, outside my Latin race women was that. Who are black, Afro, but she wasn't. They know it or not. I, I didn't listen to that. You yeah. black sis, See, you're from Dominican Republic. We're actually cousins. Uh, yeah, man. Shout yeah. out to, um, thanks. Shout out to the Dominicans. Um, Robinson Cano just hit a home run opening day, and I just got my shape up. So, yeah. <laughs> Blanca no power, my niggas. <laughs> yeah, I just got shit. Shout out to the niggas, yeah, Shout out to all of them, man. Listen, dog. That's for shit. They done gave us, like, um, they done gave us some elite barbers. Um, so shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> real, for real. Um, so basically. I feel like Dominican barbershops are the other ones you probably leave on time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're going to leave their deaf. Cause the bachata be blasting, boy. It's that <laughs> baseball and Coronas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Niggas on Friday. Dominoes too. Yes, they are, and it's the Dominoes table with the Yankees, the Yankees, <laughs> the Yankees in the Yankees. middle. Yeah, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. No, I went exactly. to a Haitian barbershop once. I remember when I was younger, they were like, "Oh, take your little cousin to get his hair cut, nigga." We was in that bitch for a million years. I'm like, are we still here? How long does it take to cut hair, son? Yo, I was Was outraged. it a Saturday? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was yeah, a Saturday. That's any, it was that's like Haitians. Any barbershop. It was any. playing dominoes outside. They they arguing about politics. It's the only thing they really talk about. And I was just <laughs> like, yo, I'm ready to go home. This mm-hmm. nigga's haircut can wait. You see, it's the same shit, different language. I believe you on that because like two years ago, I, I had a big chop. And I went to a regular barber. Literally, I was in that barbershop for almost two hours. To the point where when he saw me getting annoyed, he was like, all right, I'm going to do your hair, do your hair. And he was so scared to touch me because I was a woman. So he's doing my hair. He's like, is it too low? And I'm like, no, I want it low because I want all everything All the processed off. hair gone. Everything Everything off. gone. Okay. Yeah. So you still perm free? Yes, ma'am. Look at that. Women Empowerment Month. Shout out to all the black women. Well, yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. ADD Podcast, man. We're yes. going to be back and we're going to yes, talk some more sir. about her big chop.
phone why are you talking to me so <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand you sir. exactly andre suck passé i'm chill <laughs> uh, can you introduce yourself please let the people know who you are and what do you do hi everybody my name is andrea Arge. i am the creative director of macadres.com which is a online publication digital media company that is about shining light on innovative and creative individuals that mm. are of minority backgrounds oh so where's my come on black people i ain't really i feel like i'm creative you know i thought that's what the fuck i be doing but you <laughs> i wish like y'all could hear the way i'm Girl, looking at him shots. like nigga what <laughs> your face is bad <laughs> No, uh, this, uh, so, okay, we met maybe about last year. Um, I seen you when you were interviewing my man, P. I seen yes. you. And it's, yes. And, like, your setup is extremely professional and things of that nature. Thank Where, you. No problem. Where did you guys get started? Where did I get started? Yeah. I got started by myself just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I went to School of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they have taught me a lot. I went here. to beginners to advanced level YouTube. Facts. And I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So yes, School well, of YouTube has taught me how to do what I do. Same thing here. You like YouTube University. What you went to school for or the no? I actually went to school yourself? for accounting and finance, but mm. Ooh, I taught I myself. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually taught myself. So the way I taught myself by messing up a lot where I've had situations where I've done a whole shoot and the audio is not even on. I've done whole oh, shoots shit. and literally the footage looks very, very, very... VHS? Yes, very horrible. <laughs> um, just looking up videos, talking to people. When you go to different places, people have their cameras, people have their equipment, just talking to them, finding out and just asking a lot of questions. That's basically how I learned. Mm. So... Throughout this journey, have you ever thought, like, I might not want to do this anymore? Yes. Okay, when was that? Like, when was, like, the strongest? Almost every day. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I bootstrap a lot What I a lot of things that I do. Okay. And many times it's kind of like, damn, I, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I'm spending too much money on this. Mm-hmm. But then again, something happens. It's kind of like, oh, I am on the right track. Or it helps out somebody. Some, yeah. Yeah, then you're okay, like, okay, some, I'm Some doing serendipitous event yeah, yeah. keeps you going. Yeah, because one of the questions I hate when people ask, like, what is the goal? I'm pretty sure you both deal with this all the time. People mm-hmm. ask you, like, with this podcast, what is the goal of the podcast? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like you don't. I like it. You like it. You mm-hmm. like to create. But the mm-hmm. the thing is that your goal changes every day. Mm-hmm. Like the same goal you may have had last year may not be your same goal today. Or you but might you have a bit. It. Yeah, you, you accomplish it. You go to the next goal. But you do, you do have your big picture. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like sometimes I just tell people like, I don't know. Like I'm figuring it out and I'm creating. And when I create, I figure it out. Mm-hmm. And some people may look at, it, look at it as like you don't know what you're doing. You don't have no goal. Scatter you don't have brain. direction. But yeah. it's kind of like. It changes. Mm-hmm. So, got you. So, um, so now that uh you're here or whatever, mm-hmm. how do we um how do you keep um keep it fresh or whatever? Like, how do you keep it like keep renewing Mac Addressed as a brand? Just consistently thinking about dope ideas that I want to work on, creative ideas that mm-hmm. I want to do because. I just have a goal is if I'm I'm not going to let anything stop me. If I, if I think about it, I could do it. I'm actually going to do it. Mm. So this is just how I keep my ideas fresh. Mm. Um, social media helps. Mm. Um, sometimes you get inspired by looking at other people's work. Um, going to adventures, having conversations with certain people, you get inspired by that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the series that I have worked on, I was inspired by something else that I saw. And I was like, well, I could do something like that, but not the way they're doing, doing it. Because it. Yeah, yeah, my mm-hmm. own twist to it. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much how. Where you get the name from? Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just a name I made up. Mm-hmm. So... Originally, it's so this is so corny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already weak. I'm ready. <laughs> so in high school, I used to hang out with these girls named the, these girls. So my name starts with an A. One of the girls, her name starts with an M. The mm. other one, her name starts with a C. Mm. So one of the one of the girls one day was talking. It was like, oh yeah, they gonna call, but let's call each other uh, ourselves Mac. <laughs> so it was like yeah we're in a mac crew and i'm like and i always thought that I was corny for that but then when i was Extra brainstorming on names 
I thought about Mac originally for mm. the name for the website, but mm. then I was like, I don't want, I don't want Mac to sue me now the for using their name. Okay. Line. The makeup line to sue me now for using their name, so I couldn't use MAC. What does that stand mm. for? Is that just a name? Like the makeup line? It's That's just a Mac? good question. I, I let's ask the internet. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just brainstorming, and I. I wanted to incorporate my name in it because mm. my name is Andrea. So the D R E Z mm. instead of with the A, I just put the Z for that. So mm. when I looked up online mm. to see what mm. Max is, but with a K now, mm. in Japanese, Mac means great. Uh-huh. And I looked up and I found a definition in the Urban Dictionary for Dries, which is teacher. Mm. So the name Mac Dries means the great teacher. Oh, fancy! Yeah, yes. that's actually pretty dope. You <laughs> know what? Me. Like the thing is with the name, it make you think, and how professional your stuff is, it makes it seem like it's about thirty of you, like all sitting in some like warehouse somewhere coming up with these dope ass creative things. So it's like super fly here. Like, nah, it's just me bootstrapping this bitch by myself. You understand? <laughs> I'm out here. Yeah, I'm out here doing things and shit of that nature. I have a team now, but for a long mm-hmm. time, it was me and my videographer doing a lot of the work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I have a team where I have a social media coordinator. I have writers. I have, so I could focus more on the creative aspect of things and bringing money in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a major key. Exactly. <laughs> and for people who don't want, as you know, with your partner, mm-hmm. it helps a lot having a partner doing this. Because mm-hmm. when you don't, a lot is put on you solely and it gets stressful. Oh, to the point where you cannot you create the way. Partner, no, this is dead weight you're looking at. I, I do every, I do every fucking. Day. You understand what I'm saying? Like I do her voice sometimes when she's not here. Nigga, what? Oh and now you make this shit up. You're wilding. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like so you know, I didn't hear bootstrapping. <laughs> you're out of control. Mm, yeah, so um, so where'd you grow up? Brooklyn, Flatbush. Flat. Oh, okay. A Flatbushian. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. We were one of them. You are in Flatbush in like what the teens, twenties ish. All my life. Flat- yeah, oh. that's all the Haitians of it. I knew it. I was like in the <laughs> teens and the twenties. Okay, okay. What high school you went to? High school. I went to Madison. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, you, I thought you were going to say Erasmus, the way you rolled your eyes or something. So. Yo, Erasmus is different. <laughs> you know what it is? Cause you know I applied to work there once upon a time. Nigga. You teach high school? Yeah. Yes, oh, I commend you. Yeah, she's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer from Dangerous Minds. What grade do you teach? <laughs> I teach ninth grade. Damn, that's when they're rowdy the most. Yeah, they but have something I, to prove because they in high school now. Oh, I love to snatch niggas up, though. I was like, that's real cute. Let me tell you about yourself. <laughs> I love, ooh, I love getting in that ass. I'm like, that's you. I got something for you. Sit down. Let me tell you something. I was like, you keep playing. You're not in a place to laugh in this class because you're not passing. So be quiet. Wow. I wish a teacher would tell me some shit like that. No matter what. They're not rude. Yeah. <laughs> of course they are. But my, I clap back all day, always. I'm like, that's cute. Your mama. Now sit down. Wow. Oh, I mean, wild even... niggas up. That's regular. Not, that's I'll be cool. wild niggas up. But at the same time, mm-hmm. Those are my dogs, like, mm-hmm. for real, for real. And they're, they're so invested in your personal life. I'll be like, yo, leave me alone. I just thought, like, you you really ain't got no man? No. Wow. <laughs> and my son's like, yo, if I was, like, 27, 20, I would dead bag you. I was like, I dead would not talk to you, though. I would not even check a figure. You're bad. Like, you're wow. bad for kids. You're bad for kids' self-esteem. You're, be really, right. you're really bad for kids' No, self-esteem. but really, you have to because I have a friend that teaches high school in mm. the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And she be on it with her kids. Like, she be like, why you look like that? Why you edges not labor today? Why you come out there? And wow. I'm like, why you? And she have them on Snap. I'm like, yo, why you got people kids on Snap? Snap, yeah. But they they be doing right back at her, too. So Oh, they snap at me all the time. Look at the baddie. I'm like, take me off the freaking internet. Yeah, take me off. Do you do the prom, their prom? Do you shop around the prom for them? Um, I think I am going to chaperone this year. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I did a prom giveaway. I gave away free dress, bundles, and makeup. Oh, nice! I'm doing that again this year, so I need to see yeah. the result. They're from um, they're they're from Brownsville. She, they're Brownsville she's villains, so they need you know all the help they can get. That's mm. not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily true, but they they are some Browns villains. Okay. But Brownsville supposedly is coming up now. In the news? Yeah. Quite often. Quite often. Quite often. You ever been on a citizen yeah, app? Yeah, it's yeah. always some shit. I'd be They're like, always on there. <laughs> yeah. 
I wasn't ready for that right. one. <laughs> yeah, that shit happened in unison too. <laughs> like, whoa, Browns like, nah, you mean uh, shout out to um Sutter, Suflo, you know, Saratoga. Van Dyke. Yeah, Sarah's oh shit, man. We'll keep Brownsville houses, all, mm, all God damn, it's just endless. You see, like, how are you supposed to thrive in that? You understand what I'm saying? We really just ran off about six projects off the top of our head. But we could thrive with that, thrive in that. People just need to stop get out the crabs in the barrel mentality. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. The I'm doing good and I'm jealous of you because you do you're doing better Turn than me. Turn the projects to co-ops. Co-ops are literally project buildings, maybe some with balconies. Yeah, with balconies. Like, yeah. But I own this. I own this space right here. They own that space. I don't know that I want to own an apartment. Yeah, I mean, like, because I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can you honestly do in an apartment? You still got to, you know but they don't have to shovel snow. It's a good thing. They have an asset where they don't have to shovel snow because that is. It depends on what you want, though, because a lot of people just get the co-ops just to have it. Like when you if you don't have kids Mm -hmm. and you're not trying to do that whole big future thing, just like now you're doing good. You just want somebody to live. You get a Mm co-op because I know like I used to work with this guy who owned two co-ops and both his sons, once they became 19, he gave one to his son to one to each son. Mm -hmm. And he had a house. My father. Damn. (laughs) Can you imagine? Chris, that's for you. Like, yes. <laughs> I got a house, y'all. is lit. Your dad calls you Chris? Yeah. Oh. Both my parents do. Chris. And why, I we have call, aunt. why do we call you Tina? I have, like, two aunts who call me Tina. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not calling you Tina anymore. People only really started calling me Tina, like, my senior year of high school and into college. Like, Chris Cakington, like, what alliteration. What do you prefer, Chris or Tina? I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. I've been Chris for most of my life, and yeah. then... Senior year of high school, there was like a few girls at high school called me Tina, mm-hmm. and I got used to it. So everybody in college started calling me that, and everybody calls me that now. But when people say Christina, I'd be like, damn, what I do? Mm. <laughs> they'd be like, that's not your name. Yeah, but nobody but calls me that. But you don't me know that. me, nigga. Don't be calling right. me my girl. Even sometimes when I say my own name, I'm like, mm, that mm. is my name, isn't it? I just got used <laughs> to being called Tina for so long. So what made you want to... Um, do all this for entrepreneurs. What made you feel like you you wanted to do that? Um, I wanted to give people a space to share their story and come unbiasedly share their story. Mm-hmm. What I've come across, um, because I do the video, I do the media, many times when people come share their story, once they see the cameras, the lights, mm-hmm. they get nervous and it's kind of like, no, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Let people know who you are. Because even though me, this is something I'm struggling with, always showing my face and what I do, mm-hmm. Um, people need to know your story in order to really buy your product, and I want to give you that platform to share that story mm-hmm. with people. Gotcha. Um, how are you with that? Are you able to? Are you good at showing your face and selling your product? You think? I'm learning. I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better because last, even last Friday, um, I was at this pitch thing because I was trying to um, get a contract with this shared space. Mm-hmm. That I'm working with, if I'm pitching with the developer, mm-hmm. the business developer of the of the location of what I want to offer for my services there, mm-hmm. and she had me in a room with all these people that like own, they have like spaces in the share space, but they have like like six figure companies making money. It was like, oh, try to talk to me, and sound like Shark Tank. It felt like Shark Tank, seriously. <laughs> because one of the guys I was in the room, literally, while I'm sitting there, he signed a deal, a $32 million deal for his company. This is Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. Tell him. Yeah. She's single. I need a dollar. <laughs> so she's single. <laughs> so I was extra nervous as I, as I spoke to everyone in that room, but mm-hmm. they just gave me a lot of honest feedback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, can you do what you do live? Yeah. You, I like I could just I could throw you anywhere and you bust out a great interview. I don't think so. Though. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, I, I mean, because interview. Yeah, I, I, I could do that. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Because I've seen much I've, better or like quick on your feet than you think you are. Because sometimes in your mind you're like, "Fuck shit, I do all this stuff," and right. you run in like a mile a minute, and then when it's time, you're like, "Okay, great." And then you do it. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I am that fly. That, that tends, <laughs> that's exactly what tends to happen to us on our live shows. And for me, when I do my interviews, I don't write down the questions. Mm-hmm. Because it's supposed to be a conversation. So yeah. it's kind of like, why am I sitting down looking at a paper and reading to you what's on my paper? Because mm-hmm. it's something that you could say. Because before I used to do that, and people would answer three of my questions that I wrote down in one response. And I'm sitting there stuck like uh, what? Okay, that was two minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So 
I just decided not to write down questions, just let it be a conversation as we talk, let the conversation just flow. Oh, okay then. And um, do you, I mean, do you, for the most part, you find these people intriguing? Yeah. Hmm. Um, most people that I have interviewed, I vet. There have been times where I've interviewed somebody where I did not properly vet them. And while I'm interviewing them, I'm like, damn. What, uh, <laughs> what, but, do, you, what do you look for when you're vetting somebody? Track record. Because mm-hmm. right now we're in a culture where everybody's an entrepreneur and there's a lot of overnight entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like how serious are you about your product and yeah. how well do you know your product mm-hmm. and how 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 much volume do you really have? How marketable are you, mm-hmm. basically? So these are things that I look at uh, when I pick people that I to interview. That's criteria. That's crazy because mm-hmm. I just go by if I like you or not. I'm dead. Because yeah. <laughs> remember, it's supposed to be a conversation. Yeah. And the no, whole... I mean, like, that's exactly what it is like. I wouldn't like you if you couldn't have a conversation. Like, that's more of it to me. Like, can we have a dope conversation? You'll be surprised, though. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised. It's just that you just have to keep it going. Like, I recently had an interview. I didn't put it out yet. I'm going to put it out where majority of the questions that I had, the person, another reason why I don't give questions because people rehearse their answers. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to. I mean, like, that's what most people do. Yeah, but then they get nervous and then next thing you know, you ask them a question and they rehearse the whole answer in like two sentences and they don't give you nothing to build on. Oh, yeah, and that's where you got to get in that ass. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, I, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is why I, me personally, when it comes to my interviews, I prefer not to do that. Mm, gotcha. That makes sense. All right, then. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what's in store for you and your company. All right. Uh-oh. Shut up, bro. Wow. Tired of you. Wow, <laughs> who hurt you? This is oh, no, man. like I'm actually. I just gave a, that sweet I'm pretty shout out to black women. And this is what I'm, you do. I'm in a pause it first, pause it, pause it, and then you look like just pause it, hit the space bar. So, you're gonna keep Don't running. So, that's the part you cut out. This part Don't right here, she gonna be to do. You might the ADD podcast. Advertise with us now. Get your brand lit by putting an ad on our shit. That means you can advertise with us. We record at least twice a month, so it's going to get hurt. We have over 25,000 streams as collective. We're streaming on SoundCloud and iTunes. And we advertise your mixtapes, your parties, your events, your clothing lines, everything you could think of. Contact us right now at the ADD Podcast Show at gmail.com. That's the ADD Podcast Show at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our Instagram at the ADD Podcast or on Twitter at the ADD underscore podcast. Once again, that's the ADD Podcast on Instagram and the ADD underscore podcast on Twitter. Hey, Alright. So I bet you wondering how we got here, yo. B E T Feast Fan. No, <laughs> anyway, yo. It's so, the beginning of B E T when it shows all the old yeah. family pictures. <laughs> and then you and your current nah, situation. Yeah. Bet you you getting your ass stomped. <laughs> I done fucked up. Uh, Let's bring it back. <laughs> three days so, earlier. Three days. <laughs> um Hello, Miss. So, um, would you guys like to have a conversation in Creole? I like that shit. Are your listeners predominantly... Creole? Haitian? Haitian. About Creole. All right, listen. All right, so ask for this. People just be like, oh, y'all Haitians sound so angry. Sound like a shadow match. I was like, like, niggas just be happy to see each other, dead ass. Seriously. I don't... Because one of my homeboys, he's a Yankee from like the South, but he lives in Flatbush now. He'd be like, first of all, he didn't even know that there's this many kind of like black people. Cause like even when he, are you serious? Know, he's like in a sense like he's like down south. Everyone who's black is just black. I come here, I see somebody's black. They're like, oh, where are you from? They're like, oh, I'm Trini. They're like, like so you're black. You're like, no, I'm from Trinidad. Who the fuck said no? No, but, but I feel like naturally somebody asks me where I'm from. I'm gonna say I'm Haitian before I say I'm just black. But like, oh, I'm Haitian. Yeah. Oh, Anywhere nah. I go, if I somebody say, say I'm Haitian. If somebody says what are you or where you're from, like do you know those are two different questions. Like what are you? Um, a nigga. And uh, where are you from? Trinidad, my friend's from Trinidad. You know I feel saying? like either question, I would yeah. still say I'm Haitian. Yeah. All right. So what um thing? What are you? I'm Haitian. Boom. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right there. This is so natural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's crazy. Um, Caribbean people don't associate with American blacks. No, because we don't that's have. A, to, we they don't share don't. the same plight. That's a big. That's a big thing these days. That's no, a it huge is. Thing it's because even Africans do not associate with being African American. They don't even like to say that they're they're the yeah. real African Americans. They call them Alcata. But, 
Yeah. Yeah. But they is. don't associate with like being African American. And I even like had this conversation with my aunt once and she was basically saying like, yo, we do not share the same plight. Yeah. And that's what Americans are trying to say now. And now that Americans are finally saying it for themselves, it seems like they're getting a lot of pushback from West Indians or um Africans. But why? We're still black. It doesn't matter. Um, as far as American According blacks to my aunt though, American black, she to her she feels like she was saying she's like sometimes when she thinks about the people that she works with, how they be saying they be complaining all this stuff. She's like, I came from a completely different country. I had to start over here. You guys were already here. You didn't have to go through all the resident stuff. You didn't have to go through the fake marriages to get here. And you have, you know, more access to certain things than I don't because I am not from this country. But yet, people, she says she feels like a lot of them act like the world or America owes them something. Yes, kind of. She, but at the same time, she's like, I'm coming from. A country with abject poverty and I made it out of there and I came here to be better people were already here with certain access I had to come find it so why aren't you using what you already have but you see all of that is what is taught to you because you, your aunt basically and most Haitian people most Caribbean people our parents our grandparents Africans, they, Africans they come with that mentality of if you don't go get it it's not gonna come to come to you Mm-hmm. And most people here, unfortunately, you see all the time, they feel like they're entitled. And even down to our culture, um, this generation, our generation, the second generation Caribbean people that are born here, third generation Yeah, we start Caribbean to feel people, that entitlement too. You, you start feeling it too. And that's when they feel, you hear your parents say, oh, you're Americanized. Oh, don't come with that American culture here. You start hearing that. So, and that's when you start coming home with ear piercings and tattoos. Oh, you American now. American. Yo, <laughs> all right. So here's my thing, and this is my thing about that. As Trini as I am and as super proud as I am to be Trini, I, most of the time I lean on American people's side about this. You have to remember, like, as far as West Indian, we deal with white supremacy on a whole different basis. We, we are the majority where we're from. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to – we've never – had to deal with blatant in your face everyday racism to the point where we can't do anything about it. like they're the minority and they still have to build 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 and every time they build it's destroyed you understand what i'm saying like uh, people like um the thing that like you said they're not taught the thing that they're not taught they're not th- um taught about things like uh re- the reconstruction era and then how shit was destroyed into the jim crow era mm-hmm. and now mass incarceration and things like that we're uh as a west indian we're not we're not thought any of these things we just um as soon as we get here we just saw it like oh americans been here forever and they don't have shit they're in they're in the projects and shit like that and you said there's a sense of entitlement americans should always feel entitled american blacks should always feel entitled because without american blacks this country would never ever ever be a superpower we're talking about you are at the time cotton is the world's um thing is the world's biggest commodity and the labor for the cotton is free mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying so yeah this country owes this country has been built on that like they have it they had a whole head start and then on top of that it's on the western hemisphere so it doesn't have so even when they're in world wars they don't um thing it it doesn't necessarily hit home the last war that america had on its soil was the civil war Mm-hmm. And then you have that, and American blacks have fought in every single war. We're talking about from the American Revolution to now; they're still fighting, and right. we the 54th still. Fourth regiment. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even to this day, they still are treated as. Imagine you coming from risking your life, or you seeing somebody die next to you, and you being told you have to eat at a separate. You understand what I'm saying? Right. All these things, these American blacks should feel entitled. But the thing is, it's like we don't get the background, these stories and things of that nature. And then Caribbean I, people, and Caribbean people. Yeah. yeah or African, even, and we just told straight up like we're told. And, you know, like we are allowed like certain things like immigrants are allowed certain things. They're pushed ahead of American blacks. It's a it's a thing of that nature. They're pushed. They're American blacks are funneled into projects and things of that nature and housing communities where they're all like supposed to live on top of each other. Mm. And American blacks, like we come here with the mind state of, okay, well, I live here now. If I, we all sit here, we're going to get a house. You understand? I get a house, you get a house. We all have jobs and we all support each other. And it works like that. They don't have that community or anything because it's built that way. It's built that way. That's why I always tend to really side is. with the American blacks when it comes to that argument. They've like- had it. I think, I think like as far as like what we go through now, I think American blacks have done 
more than their fair share. And also, like, even Dr. King fought for immigration and things of that nature. So they've also provided, like, a platform for us to come over. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, some of the luxuries we do enjoy, some of the things that we do take advantage of, provided by American blacks. I agree, but my thing with Caribbean people, I feel a lot... If you want to pause here, Okay. A lot of Caribbean people, they feel that that's American. That's an American issue. That's not our issue. And they fail to realize that you're here. Because mm-hmm. at the and end of the day, when niggas the same... look at you, well, white people look at you, you're just black. You're just an African-American. Exactly. Where you came from, where your mama came from, if you was born here or not, you here now, you black, you just one of them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And that's my that's my description. My description is black male. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, not five eleven Trinidadian. You understand what I'm saying? It's African American when somebody's looking for you. So that's why um I don't I th- it's it's so de- um divisive nowadays with the the whole when we ask a Democrat um candidate oh what's on the black agenda? Black agenda normally is for ADOS, which is American Descendants of Slaves. It's normally like specifically for them, which I never really had an issue with. But a lot of West Indians or Africans I see do have an issue with it. And I'm like, no, these are things that they were old before we ever came here. Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They're fighting for things that they should have been had. And I think we should support them. You understand what I'm saying? I think we should support them because if we are all on this Pan-African or uh, the, the, um, the diaspora you know that word diaspora (laughs) if we're all for that we should all be wanting to see them get that win you understand what i'm saying instead of being divided and saying well why don't we get reparations and things like we have land you understand as much as it is as bad as it is and as piss poor as we can uh we are sometimes in our country in the poverty that we we go through we have a home country we have a home country we could return like shit go to shit here you understand what I'm saying? We have, we might, like we, we can have dual citizenship because both of my, both of my, both of my um, parents are training. I can have dual citizenship if I like. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where do Americans go? Yeah. Where do American blacks go? So these are the things that I feel like. I, I just support them. I support American blacks and whatever they want to do because I'm super Pan African when it comes. Yeah, I'm here. I support niggas around the world. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Worldwide. Worldwide. You understand? What I'm saying? Um, I was thinking about it too because it's like in a sense, like a lot of West Indians saying all these things, but also like they're just not taught American history in general. Mm-hmm. Like I have students who come in straight from Jamaica. They're like, I don't learn any of this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't know any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we have never had to know these stuff. But the kids who've been here forever, you learn U.S. history in fifth grade. You learn it again in eighth grade. You're going to learn it again in the 11th grade. And it's like, they know all this stuff. They know slavery. They know how all these things work. But it's also like, some people are just literally not taught that at all. But U.S. history is just a U.S. thing. You go to any other country, they're going to learn their own history, their own not history. ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, so that's the thing. I think we should all educate ourselves. You brought up a point about the housing system within the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this book I recently read. It's called The Color of Law. Mm-hmm. It's referencing the housing system that goes back to, like, the 1950s, 1920s, mm-hmm. laws that were in place mm-hmm. of housing when, um, I think it was Ford Factory was created, how... The people that were working there, they, they they made like these houses that were nearby for people that worked there to live. Get there, yeah. Get, get there to quicker. get get That's to like work. Tenement housing. When but they used to have people those. of color couldn't live in those houses. They still had to they the option was that they had the option to live in the house, but if they lived in that house they had to give up something wherever they something with their long story short, this is a really good book to learn about the housing system because you'll find out there's laws in place till today that will place against the black community all the way. Mm. So all the housing, like there was a point originally when housing was created a family had to be married. You mm. had to be married. You had to have a job. You you could not have a record. All of that was out the door. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now, to get housing now, mm. single mom, um, what is your history, work history? If you have an unstable work history, you can get housing much quicker. Domestic violence. Domestic violence, something like that. Domestic violence cases, you get mm. housing much quicker. Everything that you kind of want to stay away in they a proper from, housing community, they put them they all put together. put them all together. That's, that's the issue. Like, I've never understood, like, Queensbridge is bad, but I've never understood why Queensbridge wasn't like Iraq. Because if you've been to Queensbridge, Queensbridge is the world's largest project. 
the mm-hmm. fucking Chinese food store is built into the is built into the buildings. Mm-hmm. The fucking corner store is built like at least when you go to Brownsville, you've got to cross the street. Mm-hmm. to go sit like that shit plays on your psyche when you go downstairs you walk down your building and there's still projects there and i walk right into there like i never have to leave this place my supermarket is in the shit so yeah, i never have like, to leave and um, i'm just seeing poverty poverty that's like poverty. on rutland there's a bravo supermarket right underneath the building building yeah mm-hmm. so what you're saying is like i don't have to go too far to use my benefit card you understand what i'm saying so this is all i'm seeing so how so will i know, know. you never have to you, i will never my mind will never really arise or aspire to be anything more especially if i'm like there's people that are generational deep in projects you know people like my mama died when she was like 65 from hypertension so now she left you the um apartment Mm -hmm. so why the fuck would i leave 225 a month yeah you understand what i'm saying especially you know who trying to kick niggas out their buildings the jews all the time all the time all the time that's a constant thing yeah (laughs) i've seen i'm like when y'all niggas move on this block Yo, I'll be lovely. Like, uh, so I want to get back into you before we go back on to break. Um, as far as you, what? How do you feel about like your work so far? Like, what is the dent you think you've made and the legacy you've left so far? And what's the legacy you'd like to continue making? Well, I feel like I've given a lot of mom and pop companies Mm -hmm. a platform to share their story, a platform for people to know what they're doing and to hear their voice. Mm What I want to continue doing, I want to grow, and I want to start interviewing bigger names. Okay. I've grown, basically, because I'm able to, like, there's this new project I work on every year. This year was my second year doing it annually. I honor women that allow me to share their stories. So it's a day that you come, you get pampered, you get free stuff, and you get your photos taken. You ain't been on the show. You ain't important enough. (laughs) <laughs> but this is something that but the thing the thing about this thing that I like the recent one I did in February mm-hmm. it was 15 women it was originally 10 two mm-hmm. dropped out but it was nine because mm-hmm. one of the girls that was helping me my one of the girls that was supposed to help me on behind the scenes I I um I interviewed her last year mm-hmm. and she was like I turn around I see this girl getting her hair done mm-hmm. so I'm like hold up you need to help me in the shoot that we doing now. She said, "Girl, I got you. I got you." Mm-hmm. I turned back around. This girl got a dress on, so I'm looking mm-hmm. like, "Wait, since you in the shoot?" <laughs> I'm like, "What are you doing?" She was just like, "You see all this going on right here? I'm gonna get in on this. You better get on this too." And I'm like, "Long story short, everybody got along. Mm-hmm. A group of 15 women that don't know each other from a hole in the wall mm-hmm. got along. The whole vibe of the shoot." Everything was perfect, and it made me feel good I was able to create that moment because the whole goal of it was to give you a day where you don't worry about taking care of something else because as women, when you're an entrepreneur, a lot of times you're worrying about staying above water, how you're going to make your next dollar, what's the next move you're going to do for whatever the goal is, you have to create that moment. It was a day to just to forget about that and just worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. And everybody did that, and everybody till now, they even talk about it. Like I've never had experience like that, and, and stuff like that is what I want to keep creating for people people i have one i'm gonna work on for men at the end of the year (laughs) so (laughs) but this is only men i interviewed last year though prior years okay this will be my first annual don't count (laughs) we'll talk we'll talk i regret to inform you no you're no i mean but no did you see it hell no i was going that was one of my questions i was just yeah i released it this week okay yo send that um i just want to say um shout out to um tata and you they um i've been supporting them throughout what you call it throughout um ig they're different looks from usually what my ig is i have a bunch of um hood niggas that sell weed so it's a bunch of <laughs> advertisements um 25s oh 25 uh, eighth. so yeah it's good to see you know some nice progressive progressive black people on my feed and my timeline and you're one of them and i appreciate oh, thank you. you thank you for coming up and um how do they see the interviews and things of that nature because <laughs> i'm one of them so they might want to you know, i'm feeling myself i'm sorry that all hip-hop <laughs> shit got me gas i'm sorry queen no but how do they see your stuff well, you can go on the website. The website is www.macadrez.com. Spell it out. That is spelled as M-A-K-A-D-R-E-Z.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Macadrez and follow us on Facebook at, at Macadrez and also on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter, we just got started. Okay, okay. So Twitter following is very, very low. I'm going to follow you right now. we're working on getting it up there is Macadrez underscore wave at 
Twitter. There's no ad. Yeah, just, I just had to think about that. Like Twitter. <laughs> there's there's none um, of that. That's spelled as M-A-K-A-D-R-E-Z underscore W-A-V-E. V W A V E. Yeah, like wave, like waving. Oh, why would I put Mave? Wave. Okay, got you. Um, at Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can support. Got you. All right then. And now I'm following you. So yeah, there we go. And um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna come back because um, we gotta talk about um, Cardi B giving this women empowerment month for life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll be back. Ad podcast. Sprinkling drugs and niggas drink. celebrating women empowerment month so i want to um give a shout out to queen cardi for securing a bag on these broke ass niggas you know what i'm saying Let's they see. not broke if she was robbing them nigga. yes 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 <laughs> but apparently he was tricking on pussy so yes uh what you call it um okay so you didn't hear it 
exactly. I heard that. about it briefly. I heard it yesterday. Okay, so I mean, there's two things. There's one old interview where she said, where she talked about her life as a stripper and how sometimes, like, if a nigga was too thirsty and shit like that, she would um think she'd have him lined, like set up, you know, and robbed and things of that nature. And um, that's just a natural assumption. I assume most strippers, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? niggas lined, lined all every the day, time. every yeah. day. Yeah. I think the thing that was kind of out of bounds. There was another interview that surfaced also where she said what she would do if her man cheated and there's other things to do besides cheating back where she said she'd get her man drugged up have perkies you know they'd have a good time she'd bring another lady in then the next day she'd reveal to him that it was a tranny now that is oh, rape shit. that's rape instead <laughs> say that's an issue but the thing is she was speaking about that hypothetically speaking she was like that's an idea if your man is cheating you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. she fully admitted to robbing niggas you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. Um, Nigga, she from the Bronx. <laughs> I don't. I think there's a double standard with that because how many rappers we know have gotten hot because oh he's the realest nigga alive. He's a hero, nigga. Ah, ah, ah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, um, she came from a. It's a dirty game, the stripper thing, and um, it happens. Like, I mean, the only thing that made me look at her funny. I mean, when you say yeah. that, it kind of makes leads me to believe a little bit more that it's a possibility that you, even though you're saying you never did, you might have been out here selling pussy you understand what i'm saying and she staunchly denies ever selling ever ever prostituting herself like my friend defines stripping as drug dealing for ladies stripping instead of strippers being drug dealers they selling booty claps yeah that's basically what it is you see that's so it makes me think like you know like all right so she probably she might have been it makes it more probably because she used to be like i ain't never you name a nigga i fuck I'm like, whoa. That's the voice? If, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was a so it's a lot going on with that. But I believed it. But you telling me like if a nigga could say like where the nigga where would the nigga get the idea that I could pay for pussy from you? You know what I'm saying? So I just that's what that's the, I mean, that's the only down thing. What's your opinion on do you feel like she was wrong? Cause people are really attacking her about if this. If you robbing niggas, nigga, you wrong in general because it's a crime. But whatever, niggas get robbed every day. Somebody was like, oh, what if niggas was slipping a bitch drugs and robbed her? I was like, uh, I do. Does she have- it's called dick. Please, please, Jesus. And I was like, um, I mean, how many bitches walking around with wads of money for you to drug and rob her? Yeah, they keep it on their plastic. So, fellas, you got to cash app yourself. <laughs> so I heard. <laughs> Watch this. He put the phone to her face. Like, hey, bitch. Open about, to cash at my, about to cash out myself a thousand dollars. And what if it don't? What if you got like, to leave the subject because this dick so bomb. <laughs> she was like, wait a minute. And then cash out. We can call them niggas. They will not give that bread back. They're like, yo, you did my that. bad. <laughs> you did that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I had to be like, oh, but when niggas was drugging bitches, I was like, yeah, but niggas was drugging bitches and, and fucking raping them. them. <laughs> No, no, you're no. You're not stealing their if money. I, uh, you're stealing like their sanity, nigga. You uh, rape somebody, you rob them of peace for almost the rest of their life. Wow. But so. it's not only that. It's part of the lifestyle. At a point, that was normal for her lifestyle. Uh-huh. Right now, she can't do that because she don't get sued and she gonna lose weight. She got way more to lose. But at a point, it was literally that was a regular thing in her lifestyle. Yeah. No, nah, that's the difference. I think that's the difference between the rape it and the robbery. I mean, when you go to when you go to um when you go to jail. Criminals will let you know, like, the reason why they're so hard on rapists and pedophiles and stuff, because there's never an excuse for that. You can think of an excuse for any other crime in the book, like murder. Oh, this nigga was on my neck. So it was, you know what I'm saying? Robbery. I was down to my last. You get what I'm saying? Or it's the, oh, yeah, a bunch of shit. There's but no when reason. You, you, there's no reason why you should ever touch a kid or you should rape one. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no reason that's for true. that. That's And that's where... I've had a hard time. Like, there's like, there's no. There's a big difference to me. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge difference to me. Mm. So that's just how I feel Nigga, about it. She should be the new saint for prostitutes. Me, you gonna be real upset because I ain't you're got broke, it. You're poor. <laughs> Facts. You're poor. I'm like, oh, you can have six dollars my that's in my account because that check ain't hit yet. That direct deposit ain't pull up. Uh, what you got in your piggy bank? I said, this bitch got piggy bank. I'm shaking that shit. Bitch, what you got? What this you bitch got? ain't got shit. <laughs> exactly. I'm out. I'm out. Exactly. I wasted my roofie. Right. Now I'm gonna knock the fuck I out. paid more for the roofie than I did. 
Try to cash up yourself. Cash up like, bitch, she ain't got it. What? What? And then you get the red X. Ooh, don't nothing hurt. Don't hurt nothing hurt more than that red X, man. I, I've never experienced the red X. You never. God damn. I'm what is that? Broke, broke. The like red X is when you when you when you, when you, when you, you try it. to cash up more than you have in your account. Like, ooh, I could have sworn. Like, baby, you ain't got it. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, you ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, this is why I always make sure that uh, thing I pay my um my baby mother first because I that <laughs> that'd be the worst thing ever. Like I done tricked them all my bread and I got the red X for my baby. Not my baby. <laughs> you understand? And then you just picture her looking like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, how's she gonna my eat? Daddy so <laughs> she gonna oh eat? my god. That's my why daddy as soon as y'all. the direct deposit hits, I have an alert. I send it I send that shit right out. It's no longer in my hands. I am a responsible human being for another two weeks. Just, just for two <laughs> another weeks. two weeks. Yeah, it's a week by week basis, man. Until you know, until we secure the bag, and you know, until college tuition is paid off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you know, yeah. That, but until then, you know, I'm still working on a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. That's what we're on. That's what we're stuck on. Yeah. But you know, as as is life, man. Now people, kids really go to daycare. I'd no, it's not care. the it's not the point that kids kids go to daycare. The fuck that daycare thinking about it. so I was expensive. Like, people daycare really go to daycare. Expensive. I I didn't go to daycare. You know, I had, I had my mother had Haitian ass friends or mm. family members. The I'm dropping Christina but that's off part of the culture though. Like in Haitian culture, it's kind of like you don't let your kids go to daycare. You find somebody that you know to watch your kids. Damn, Most people, I think, think they do. They gonna get your <laughs> grandma, somebody that stays somebody, home. Somebody, grandma, somebody, auntie, best friend, some. Oh, yeah. I'm dropping Christine off and I'm going to work. Yeah. I, I mean, the I thing never. I went straight to kindergarten. I don't like the thing I don't like about daycare is my daughter is too like. To me, she's like Shush. she talks. She talked to no. She talked to strangers too much. No. She's friendly. <laughs> oh, what the fuck you mean hi? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Don't talk you to better her. Act don't know your, her. Act your complexion. Yeah, don't wave back. Wave back, act like you don't know her. Yeah, so yeah, she does. So that it's, come on, light skin. It's very disappointing to see my daughter wave at everybody because she's friendly. Kids should be friendly to yeah. a certain extent, yes. No. But kids should be friendly. They should be nice. She ain't living the stuff. I don't want no stush kids. <laughs> I want that's no exactly kids. what. I, Ew! Don't yeah. say hi to me. Do you have candy? Not, you ain't damn, got no that, candy you're raising, that's when you're raising a city girl. You understand what I'm saying? So, oh, God. I found out. I did. not. I posted a video. Uh, my daughter, apparently, she has a boyfriend and an ex-boyfriend in daycare already. What? I showed you this. I showed you that video. She was like, she had to drop one How was your daughter? My daughter's two. My daughter is two. And <laughs> their boyfriends have names. I didn't know how I felt about it. It was like, so yeah, she, this is oh, my new boyfriend, JC This is like, I had to leave Shamir because Shamir don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so disappointed and proud at the same time. Like, yeah, baby, don't take shit from these niggas. What the fuck are you talking about? You have an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, that's my ex. We going to bigger and better yeah, we, we moving on. You know, she was rolling Play-Doh and talking about it, like, so casually. Yeah, Shamir don't listen. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, wow. Are it, you a nice daddy? Yeah, no, nah, you know what? Parent. Like, what? Boyfriend? What? What? There's no boyfriend here. That's the thing. I don't want You don't need boyfriend. <laughs> That's and thing. now they're all like, Christina, where's your boyfriend? I ain't got it, they, dog. Yeah, they want you. I now they're rushing it. you for it. And they oh, didn't yeah. want you to have it before. I think it, but um, I always want my daughter to feel uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? In her own skin. I don't want her to... Um, Must be nice. Yeah. I, that's me. I, I I don't want her to ever feel like, you she know, I've looked down or, I look down on her. I judge her or anything. Like, whatever makes her happy, whether she's... <sighs> God forbid, promiscuous. She's still my daughter. Uh, whether she's gay, <laughs> she's still my safe, baby. yeah. <laughs> she's still safe. my she's still my daughter. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I just want her to be responsible, and I want her to understand all the decisions that she's making. You understand what I'm saying? Everything comes with consequences. Not everybody's as understanding as me. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you might get Your labeled as such. You understand? I I I I just I love her. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's I just no, but it's like an unconditional thing. You know, like. And I really don't see, like, her doing anything that can make me, you know, like, not, you know what I'm saying? Not love her. You know, maybe slap my mama. But even then, I'd probably be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why you on, slap? Man. Like, what did granny do? Like, was it that bad? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even that could be reasoned out. So, it's like, 
I don't know. That's so. That's the thing. Like, I'm such a pushover because I don't think I've ever liked somebody as much as I like her. You understand? What I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because she's you. That's why. <laughs> so yeah, boom. I don't like me as much as I like, <laughs> like her. I annoy me a lot. You understand what I'm saying? You, you can see that I annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do stupid shit. Yeah, I but... do like a lot of dickhead shit. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you. But we had this conversation. I'm like, you're not necessarily a fuckboy because you're very reflective. But you just do stupid shit. And I'm like, come on, son. But then you can recognize, mm, probably shouldn't have yeah, did that. Yeah, I got to tell a you about Sunday. A fuckboy dead so, don't, yeah, don't care. Don't give He's a like, fuck. yeah, bitch, I know I violated, and I don't give a fuck. And I roofied you and stole your cab money. Like, <laughs> Niggas still got cab money. I thought that was just like Ubering it out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I've taken a regular cab in a long time unless it was like a, like the little $2 cars on church. Yeah. Avenue or some okay. shit. But I don't. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even been in a dollar van in a long time either. My only issue is I can't get out of dollar vans gracefully. That's a that's a journey. That's a trip. I feel like that's I'm a trip. The, the middle part, the metal part out. is like this small for you to place your foot. So you gotta jump out, or you might miss the motherfucking. And it's a, it's a lot going on. You would take that. not the same no more. They got the little. They got oh, they got the, the um, accessory buses and shit. Yeah, like, with on, the bitch. TVs they and all, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them and the stripper pole in the middle. Yeah, I love those. Maybe lights and shit. The outside looks very like. Uh, kidnappy, but then when you go inside, go inside like, oh, yeah. cool. oh cool. okay, so you guys Drop don't have roofies, and you guys are not gonna, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I knew Dollar Man stepped it up when I started seeing white people getting on it. Word. I've yeah. never seen a white person. I've never seen a white person. I'm concerned. On. One time I got on a Dollar Van. Where was this Queens on? No, right there, Flatbush. This white girl got on it. She looked like she she didn't know where she was going. She got on with her Chanel bag, like everything Chanel down. She just looked like she was out of place, and she got she on. She was black. She would have been a scammer. She was good. <laughs> she she gave the guy the money. That's when she got on. He's like, go sit down, go sit down. People looking at her like, yo, sit down. Like you holding up. People gotta go. She thought it was like a fair, like a. <laughs> That's what she thought. Oh man. So I'm like, oh, um, she's out of place. Dollar don't bands know. aren't even a dollar anymore. So I gotta stop calling them now. What the fuck? It just They're two dollars. Exactly. Oh, let me tell you a funny story. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. Remember when Dollar Vans first turned into two dollars? Mm-hmm. So the patient lady got on the Dollar Van, mm-hmm. and she got to her stop. And when she got to her stop, she gave the guy a dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing because it's so funny. My son, he like missed two dollars. She was like, "Oh, two dollar? Why you gonna?" <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm asking why you a dollar man if it's, it's always two dollars. Oh. Oh. It's the oh. Cause niggas is shook. Oh. oh. What the fuck is you talking about? Oh. Hey. I think she knew she was doing it on purpose, but Oh, she was trying to hustle him. She's she trying to hustle him. Yeah. Cause she waited till she got to her stop. She got off the bat, gave him the dollars. He was like, Miss two dollars. She was That's like, you try to run out. Oh. And just start looking at it. Like, ma'am. Hey. Alright. And I so, bet you she had on a long skirt and sneakers. That's okay. how you know they're Haitian. <laughs> They gonna that long Don't say color, that. The, Jamaican be dressed like that too. Oh, nah, it's no, usually the colorful shopping bag. The color, <laughs> the colorful. Oh, like the, the plaid joint. <laughs> yeah. Too? Or bobbies. Nah, I shop at Bobby, so I can't. Nah. A lot Bobby's of my, is like a lot of my silverware. Materials. A lot of my silverware is from Bobby. First of all, niggas. First of all, Bobby's has a website. One. What? Really? So I think Bobby's got online shopping, niggas. Oh. Okay. I never knew that. Niggas wow. used to sleep on Bobby's, Conway, Telco. Conway gone, though. Um, Conway mm. is gone. What's the other shit like? Oh, you got like um, Family Dollar and Dollar Tree. Ten Spot. All that extra shit. Niggas be sleeping spot, on Bargain Hunters, nigga. I did a lot Man, of my sh- nigga. I, a lot of back to school shopping was spent you at Bobby's. You can get match. <laughs> nigga, you get a new shower curtain in that bitch. You can buy a new house Facts. in yeah. Bargain Bobby's. Hunters <laughs> and yeah. Bobby's. Yo, um, <laughs> can you um, wrap us up in Quill? In Creole, how, would you, what would you like me to say? I don't know. You a podcast host. Figure it the fuck out. I'm about to turn your mic off. As you should. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's see. Merci tout le monde attendez et des podcasts ici. I sound like Haitian radio. I love it. I know that's good. L'envie d'attendez. Fun subscribe sur internet. Et puis quittez quelques commentaires pour dire comment nous remel ou si nous pas remel pour qu'on ait quelques reviews. Merci Jésus. Amen. Your curl is good. I didn't have a choice, dog.